and we're here again with Dr. Peter Petrie. And our topic for this podcast is vaccinations for older people. So, Dr. Petrie, what sort of vaccines are we considering? So, there are a, a couple of uh, important and not especially new vaccines that are incredibly helpful for older people. And I think we should give them a lot of attention now with the pressure that the NHS is under and um, a lot of a lot of hospital beds being used and limitations of medical care. I think the more healthy we can keep ourselves, the better. So the first one that you may have heard of is the pneumonia vaccine, um, which is recommended in particular to vulnerable people um, in 60s and over. Um, this um, vaccine helps protect us from pneumonia, but also other other common infections, throat infections, and and so on, and is very effective. It's a it's a one-off injection that is um, very effective and has very few side effects. So um, I think people who are particularly vulnerable, I somebody who's had COVID previously or chronic obstructive airways disease, asthma or anybody with sort of chronic health problems, it, it really does make sense to, to have the pneumonia vaccine. What are the symptoms of pneumonia? How would you know you have it and how unwell does it make you? So I think you won't know that you've got it. You'll know that you've got something significant um, because it really does wipe you out and make you feel exhausted. Sometimes the cough that one would expect is quite quite minimal. It, it can be a a dry cough and not always the sort of cough that you get with a normal chest infection. So I think um, there are some signs if you're uh, getting a sort of sharp pain in your lungs when you take a deep breath in, that would make a suspicion of pleurisy, which is part of pneumonia. Or if you're getting more short of breath than you're familiar with, uh, quite a lot of people these days have a little gadget to measure their their oxygen and it's it's always useful to know what your normal oxygen level is and if it drops then that's another big clue but I think the main things are you just feel wretched very tired often a temperature um, and then you ought to get somebody I mean ultimately you've got to have somebody listen to your chest and it was interesting the other day that there's been a recommendation that these sorts of decisions shouldn't be made remotely by a computer and telephone that people need to be examined with these sorts of presentations. Okay, and with pneumonia, um, you can just be ill at home, but presumably, as you alluded to, you may become seriously unwell and have to be admitted. Is that because of breathing difficulties? It is, but it's it's an important point that you make because um, an older generation, when you had pneumonia, you assumed that was a, a hospital treatment required but now we can treat quite a lot of pneumonias in the community Um, and the decision really is based on how much you're struggling what support network you've got at home and how your oxygen levels are maintained but I'd like to think that the majority as long as we treat in a timely way that they can be managed at home. That's great. The other vaccine that I know you uh, we were going to discuss today is the um, shingles vaccine um, could you explain a little bit about the shingles vaccine and why it might be useful? So this is another 
very useful vaccine. Um, so shingles is a sort of reactivation of the chickenpox virus and it um, affects one nerve root in our body. So there's one patch of our body that gets particularly sore uh, and then red and, and blistering. Um, and that might not sound too bad, but actually the pain can be overwhelming. And I've certainly plenty of experience in the older age group uh, of people needing very strong analgesia and not being able to manage it and people being in hospital because of the side effects of the analgesia. Um, also, um, shingles can affect the eye, ophthalmic shingles, which can cause blindness. So, so I think if there's anything you can do to try and stop an episode of shingles, you should do it. And thankfully there is now a very effective vaccine which is available for, I think it's been tested on the over 65s. Um, and uh, anything that can help in this instance would be very valuable. There's a whole cohort of people who have had shingles and are left with post-herpetic neuralgia, which is a tragic pain that lingers for months or years after the shingles has gone and is very treatment resistant. So um, that's another reason to try and be proactive and, and get the vaccine if at all possible. That's great, thank you very much.